0: Speak to you in a way that you will understand tonight. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. Speak to us, O God. Speak to us. dear. Speak, O God. Speak, O God. Speak, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands, just welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. Welcome the Holy Spirit. Mato si palosikato sa. In the Logo Sipa Kemo Thank you, Holy Spirit. Speak your words Thank you, Jesus. Lord, speak to us. I am listening. I... Let us be transformed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful, you may be seated. Wow. How many of you are excited to be in the presence of God tonight? Wow, I'm excited too. Why don't we put our hands together for the Lord for a great service that we had on Sunday? just appreciate God for his goodness and his kindness towards us. God causes his face to shine on us. I think our 1,000 target, we are almost there. We are within striking. We can almost touch it. Yeah, we can almost touch it and we'll see it happen practically. Practically. It's likely to happen before your wedding. Yeah. Before your wedding. I mean, it's almost here. And your wedding is not far away. It's almost here. Yeah, almost here. Yeah. Wow. But I want to say God bless you to all of you who put in an effort, worked hard tirelessly to make it happen. Put your hands together for yourselves. (laughs) Wonderful. I'm sure there'll be pictures out very soon and you can you can enjoy them. Amen. We just put a few pictures so that I mean people will know that we really did it. It's, we are not just seeing it. Do you see about it? that we did it so but I'm sure that by the close of day today, tomorrow, you have the whole repertoire of pictures and then. You can you can use them. you have the pictures for your perusal. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight, I want to talk about um, a familiar subject, which is also a, a favorite subject of the house, because I believe that where God is taking us as a church, it's important for us to have a certain spirit in operation in the church so that we can press to where we are going. Somebody say amen. Amen. So I want to start talking about loyalty and disloyalty. Somebody say amen. amen. For us to have a big church, to have a church of a thousand people plus, we need to have a strong culture of loyalty in the house. And that will make us a strong force. Hallelujah. Because you can't build when somebody is breaking what you are building. Do you get it? So I am not saying you are disloyal. I mean, you don't look disloyal. I mean, the, your makeup, I mean, you are, it's not. I'm saying that, I'm saying that we need to know it, we need to be be well vested in this subject for two reasons. One, so that we deliver ourselves from becoming disloyal. And two, so that we can notice disloyalty when it's trying to manifest. A lot of diseases, if it is seen early, Enough, your life can be saved. But if it's not seen early enough and it's seen at the end of it, it will destroy you. Disloyalty is like that. If you see it quickly, you just eradicate it, then the same person is a good person. But if you leave it to crystallize itself and saturate itself in the person, then the person becomes... Um, incorrigible do you get it Uh so that's why I want to talk about this subject so tonight just for a short time I want to look at why loyalty or why we need loyalty in the church amen some of you have heard this before some of you have heard it about 13 times some of you were there when the author of the book was writing the book Do you get it? Even some of you are examples in the book. No, I mean good examples. In the book. Loyalty and disloyalty. So, it's important to not have a posture or demeanor of, oh, I know that. Because I know you know the scriptures. You know the very first scripture. You know the first window. You know the second point. So, it's like... "Mm -hmm." I'm even writing exams on it on Sunday, so I know all that. Even I know the facts more than, I know it more than the pastor. If you are here, you are having that feeling, then you are the one I'm preaching to tonight. Because already it has started. Yeah, it has started, okay? Now, why do we need loyalty and disloyalty in our church? KwaZulu Natal Loyalty House International or whatever you call it nowadays, do you get it. Why do we need loyalty? The first reason, which is the reason you know, is that it's the principal qualification for everybody, for every steward, for every church member, every pastor, every assistant pastor. It is the principal qualification. Amen. And the scripture that you know for this is... First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Now, to be faithful means to be constant, to remain the same, to be loyal. Now, why do we need to talk about this? Because people are not faithful. People do not remain faithful. When seasons change, people change. Yeah. I mean, some of you are likely to be different when you get money. Fariji. Come. Come and sit here. Come and sit here. I'm turning you into a pastor. So, I'm trying to get you away from all these funny behaviors. Come and sit here and listen to the word of God. Yeah, come and become a pastor. Hallelujah. Faithfulness is the primary. When they say cardinal, it means the principal or the main thing you need. Now, people change. When people are poor, they are different. When people get rich, they also become different. Yeah, people change. People are in high school, they are different. When they go to university, they change. People are unemployed, they are different. When they get employed, they are also... People are unmarried or beloved-less. When they find a beloved, they change. Then people are beloveds. They are in a certain way. When they marry, do you see that they have changed? When they were, when they were looking for a beloved, they will come for rehearsal all the time. If the rehearsal starts at half past three, by quarter to three they are here, yeah. arranging the chairs, speaking in tongues. Kalabobo, 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 and the brother they have targeted, where he usually sits. When they get there, Bo-ba-ba, bo-ba-ba. Babobo, ba Bebe Baba, Bo. The rest, kalabebe, kalabebe, kalabebe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, as even the choir shepherd, when you see them, you say, Wow, my God. What a sister that we have in the church. When you see a sister, you are due for a beloved. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Even when you are praying for your sheep and you get to that particular sister, then you start, Oh, God. Hear my cry. Then you start quoting different scriptures just to get a beloved for. Us. Then she finally finds a beloved and gets married. Sometimes, even not waiting to get married, you see rehearsal time. Say, Me and my beloved, we are in Durban. we are at the beach. <laughs> hey, please, I'm sorry, I can't come to that my, my beloved is taking me to the beach in Durban. Peter Marisbeck. There's no beach. The same person, you see, the person has changed. But the Bible is saying that if you want to greet somebody, the main thing you have to use is faithfulness. Now, anything you want to do, if you can't find a faithful person, you can not do it. Anything we want to do as a church, whether it's Basenta, Center, um, Basonta, Church, this choir, ashes, this, that, if you can't find a faithful person, you can't do it. You can't do it. Even in your own life. If you can't find a faithful person, you can't do anything. Can't be in a relationship. I mean, how many of you would like to be in a relationship with an unfaithful brother? He's very nice. He's tall. When a guy is nice, it means he's tall. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Uh, have you seen any, any tall man praying that he will be short before? It's short people who are praying that they will be tall. But, I mean, tall people never pray. Oh, God, can I be short? Oh, God, can I come down? Have you seen some before? Don't bring yourself, please. So that's the first thing. He must be tall. Then the second thing is that he must be dark. No, 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 no. It's it's girls who must be yellow bones, but as for a guy, you must be dark. Then you must be handsome. That's what we see in the fairy tales tall, dark, and handsome. Simple. So, yes, the guy is tall. Yes, the guy is dark. Yes, the guy is handsome. He has a six pack. He has hair on his chest. He has a nicely trimmed beard. When he speaks English, he speaks English in English and speaks Zulu in Zulu. No Zunglish. He has a nice job, he drives a nice car, he's well mannered, he treats you nice. he's unfaithful, which means he has other girls. How many of you would like to be with such a guy? You would prefer to be with a short man who only wants to be with you than a good guy who wants to be with everybody. Or there are, there are three of you fighting for a place. It's like justify your inclusion nobody wants that everybody wants a faithful somebody who is constant he says I'm with you and it's with you whether it's raining, whether it's shining whether it's in between summer, winter I am with you God also wants faithful people God wants to build the church with faithful people not with people you can't tell I mean it's like you don't know the color deep blue green, I went to school with a guy when you ask him that what is all? Anything you ask? What is this? It's all? Is that deep blue green thing? I mean, we don't know whether it's blue, is green, but it's deep, deep blue green. It became his name. So you see now, deep blue green. <laughs> his original name was Bone Shaker, but then you see, so, deep blue green. No, I don't know the name his mother gave to him. But when he came to the school, he said he was called Bone Shaker. So that's all. Yeah, we all want a faithful. If you are working, you have a business, you want to work with a faithful person. That's right. Yeah, you can't leave your business with an unfaithful person. By the time you realize, instead of paying you what must go to you, he has taken what must go to you. Then he comes with stories. Taxi drivers are like that. He comes with stories. Oh, do you know it was raining and then the road they removed the road from there so there was no road the road um college road it became a forest so we couldn't go and then by the time we realized it was over then we went to buy fuel but when we bought the fuel they gave us water then when as we are driving we realized that the fuel is finished then we filled again then then we parked the car but by the time we went to eat lunch and we came back the fuel had disappeared from the car the, I, I used to have a taxi no I've owned a taxi before I had a taxi business Tyler was my manager <laughs> every day he has a story yeah new story when, let me tell you about the business when the business started it was a working business we had a good driver who you tell the driver this is the sales he'll bring you the money Week one, we were very happy. Week two, Tyler sacked the driver because the driver started complaining that when he's coming to park the car, he puts fuel in the car, but when he comes in the morning, the fuel is not in the car and he doesn't know why. So when he it evaporates, so when he and he parks the car at the manager's house and gives the key to the manager. So, <laughs> and the manager had an assistant called Breakfast. His real name. That one, his mother gave it to him. Breakfast. I'm sure he was born during breakfast time. So they called him Breakfast. Yeah. And then the fuel has disappeared. So when the driver complained... Twice, three times. That week, the manager sacked the complaining driver. The manager came up with a way that, you see, if you have a worker who's always complaining, you can't work with such a person, he's disloyal. The manager sacked. From that day, the business started to go down. And we couldn't solve the problem of the disappearing fuel until one day. I was in my house when I received a phone call that my car had been arrested at the police station so I should appear yes, in the night so I went to the police station I said, ah, the car is parked, how can it be arrested It's it's," I I said to the police, you must have the wrong car because my car is asleep (laughs) so I went to the police station, when I went, lo and behold there's my car there's the manager there's the assistant manager not knowing when the car parks then the manager also starts his own business (laughs) (laughs) so uh, my business is a day business and the manager's business is a night business what a shock It's said, well, thing, <laughs> So, what am I saying? I'm saying that. So, that's why I'm, that my business didn't do well. Because. Because. I couldn't find somebody I could do the business with. I mean, the same. Anything you want to do, until you find a faithful person, you cannot do it. The same way, as we are trying to build a mega church, 1,000 member church. We can't have unfaithful people to build with. Us, we cannot build. God cannot build with us if we are unfaithful. Today you are here, tomorrow you are not. Today you are here, tomorrow you are not. God cannot build. God cannot build with us. God is looking for people who say, this is where I am, I'm here till Jesus comes. Two things, only two things can take me out of this. Either I die and I'm buried or Jesus comes it's as simple as that then God will say ah I found a faithful person I can build with this one I can build with this one it's the main qualification or the church cannot grow the church cannot expand our founder Bishop cannot have a church here as we have now if he didn't have a faithful person called Bishop Larry Odongo to say go there and build a church be there, live there, don't run away, don't change. Say, I've been there, I've been there for three years now, nah, I'm tired of being there. Peter Marisbeck is a small, and Peter Marisbeck is a very boring place, very small place, very boring place. You know, it's a boring place when you have a vista yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because every city grows on you. So, once you are there to grow on, you become your everyday life. But as soon as you have an international vista, the, then you ask yourself, ah. Where, where can I take this visitor? There's nowhere to take. Where? Cascade. There's nowhere to take the person. Then you see that it's a boring place. So, as we have been here for two years, so it's a boring place. We are, we, are, we are relocating to um, um, Johannesburg or to Cape Town have a church here, but somebody decided I am here, I've been sent here I'm going to be here, I'm going to fall in love with the place, stay there eat the food, do everything and be there, no, no, look everything you do, there are, pastor, what if there are challenges, what if there are difficulties anything you do, there are difficulties there are challenges, They They are precious. but faithfulness a faithful person is the person who says in spite of all the pressures I'm here all of us would like to be in a relationship with somebody who, in spite of all the pressures, say, I am here. I, I told you I love you that day. Ne? Do you remember 14th of February, 2019? That's it. I've not changed my mind. Although I've not said anything, I've not changed my mind. If I change my mind, I'll tell you. No matter what, I'm here. That's, all, that's what we all want. In the same way, that's also what God wants. So I'm here, I'm here. I'm in this church, I'm in this church faithful people, people who are constant, they don't change, they don't discolor, some of you are the way you are you are very nice, when you buy a car you see the beast in you coming out that's what we call the beast within meanwhile you have been sitting in people's cars they have been giving you lifts when we are taking you home you say, can we pass by mcdonald's so that i buy your house is in this way let's go to mcdonald's that way so that i buy something we don't complain but when you get your car that's when you start saying do you know how far mcdonald's is why don't you just eat honchos and go to bed faithfulness god is looking for faithful people number two We need loyalty or faithfulness to overcome or to fight the faith column. To fight the faith column. What do we refer to as the faith column? This story of the faith column comes from a general who was going to war. And he had four Infantry brigades, four columns. And he looked cool because the city he was going to fight was a very strong city. And the way he looked cool, one of his people asked him, How are you planning to defeat this great city? And you look very cool. And he said, Oh, I am relying on my faith column. So the soldier asked him, We have only four columns. And he said, Oh, no, I have a faith column. So he said, Where is the faith column? So the fifth column is already in the city. It's my people who are inside. Now, in olden days, the way they used to defend their cities was to build a wall around this. That's why Donald Trump said he's going to build a wall around America. And Mexico is going to pay for it. (laughs) So they built a wall so that you can't come in. So the wall is like their first main line of defense. So, as soon as they see, and they put people on top of the wall to watch around. So, as soon as they see the enemy coming, they close the gates of the city. Then you cannot come in. And they are on top. And they start shooting arrows at you down. And then they kill you. Do you get it? So, and you can't open the gate. So, you can't come in. So, this where we get that story of the, if a church will be destroyed. The church is not destroyed by Demons. As a church, demons are one of our lowest problems. Jesus said, I give you power against unclean spirits. So we have power against demons. Demons are the least of our problems. If a church will be spoiled, it will be spoiled from inside the church. That's why they couldn't kill Jesus unless they had Judas. Jesus was walking. Look, they have tried to kill Jesus so many times. But they couldn't kill him. They couldn't catch him. One day, they, they chased him, pressed him, and they took him on top of a mountain. It's like he was on the top of the mountain. They were here. And he swept them. Jesus was a master of maneuvers. He just swerved them like that. Hey! They couldn't. Battle. I'm sure he did some disguise. He put some wrapper on his head like a Taliban. And then he just moved within them. Then he disappeared. Hey! Where is he? Shibobo. So now they have tried everything and they realize that the only way we can get this Jesus guy is by getting an insider. Getting an insider. That's how they got Judas to betray Jesus. If the church will be destroyed, it can only be destroyed from inside, not from outside. How many of you have watched that movie, Troy? Yeah, it's from that famous story of Troy. When the city of Troy was going to be attacked by, I think, Sparta. Yeah. So, the king, the Sparta king, came to visit the king of Troy. And brought him a gift of a horse. A horse. That is what we know as the Trojan horse, so if you have a computer you, that virus, Trojan horse it's from that, that story I know a guy, had a computer anytime he turns it on, you see that the horse riding the computer never we can wait 30 minutes, it will never come on as soon as the horse appears, that's it hey if you call him to come and do something for you, he opens the laptop turns on, then you see the horse riding. Ah, let's go home, it won't work So he brought them a gift for the queen, a horse, and then left, not knowing they had hidden men inside the horse. So they saw what a beautiful horse. Meanwhile, there were human beings in the horse. And the plan was that as soon as they hear Deborah say amen. As soon as they hear the alarm then they will come out in the night, they will come out of the horse and open the gate so that the Spartans can come inside. And then they managed to come inside and they defeated that great city, Troy. For a church to be destroyed, Satan will need somebody inside the church to destroy the church. He cannot destroy the church from municipality. He cannot destroy the church from ANC. He cannot destroy the church from EFF. He cannot destroy the church from anywhere. The only way he can destroy the church is by finding people in the church to spoil the church. Now, when we don't have a culture of loyalty in the church, then people like that, who Satan is using to destroy the church, will start to flourish in the church. If you look at our church, it's not anything you can say in the church. It, it may occur to you, but you can't say it. I mean, if you're a man, say it. <laughs> you be bold and say it. I mean, as I'm preaching, you can't say it. The pastor walks around too much. You can't. I mean, if you like say it, you may think it. But you can't say it. I mean, say it. I am here now. Say it. You can't say it. Sweetie, say it. I'm here. You can't. Do you know why you can't say it? Because all of us have a mind that we don't allow these type of church members who talk anyhow in the church. You can go to some churches. When they start to talk about the pastor, you will feel sad for the pastor. Yeah, when they start discussing the pastor, hey, this pastor, then this person will say that, then this person will say this, then this person will say that, hey. When you are there, you are listening. You'll be saying, oh, poor pastor. By now, church, you can't say that. You can't. We don't entertain it. We don't allow it. And it's not like the pastor doesn't allow it. The church members themselves don't allow it. As soon as you start to say, "Eh, but even the other day, you see the way the pastor was talking, he was doing his hand like this. Even the person you are talking to, the person will begin to look at you. Uh And then? (laughs) Yes. And then? And so? Then the person will say, by the way, look, me, I beat people. I just just want you to know, you know in advance that I've beaten so many people. You will not be the first. Immediately, even what you are trying to say, you will not say it again. You just say, oh, I know. I was just trying to say that the way he did it sounded. Like it was very nice. It. I mean, it had a swagger. Had a swagger about it. That's all. You just keep it like that. So what it does is that. A fight, I mean, somebody will say eh, last week when he came to church, Fariji was sitting there. He called him to come and sit there. Today to Fariji is sitting at his somewhere. If Fariji wanted to sit at that, he would have come to sit there himself. Why is he calling him to come and you can't say if like, even if you go and say to Fariji himself, Fariji himself will ask you ah, what's wrong with you? Are you the one who was asked to come and sit there? Come on, mind your own business. Stay in your lane, stay in your lane quickly, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Why, why are you angry on my behalf? Did I tell you that I've run out of data? Stay in your lane. Come on. Yeah. So what it does is that culture fights against the faith column. Fights against people who are inside the church but working against the church. It just fights them. It fights them. That's why we need to build it even stronger. That's why this message is timeless. We preach it even before this year ends. I'll come and preach it again. Yeah, because at every season, we have to immunize small. Yeah, immunize small. Because maybe from the last time that I preached something related to this and now, maybe a little has come in, so we give you a little injection. Then it kills there. Also, between that time and now, new people have joined the church. So we give a little one. Yeah, antivirus. To just kill all the viruses in the church. That's how the church works. Lindo, that's how it works. To fight those who are. Sometimes when you are away, you can see that this person is in the church, but he's really working against us. Yeah. That's why you remember last time I came, I was preaching seven enemies or nine enemies of the church builder. It was a way to immunize the church and the bacenters and the centers against those who are in the bacenters, but trying to spoil the bacenters. When your basenta leader calls you that, hey, Look, let's go and do mobilization. Oh, don't mind that girl. Then you call another person in the bus center. I'm not going. Don't go. So we have to fire all these people. So that the camp is nice, quiet, and happy. Number three. I love it too. Third reason why we need loyalty in the church. For the love of God to fill the church. Now, to fight the faith column, let me give you the scriptures before you go home and say there are no scriptures in the message. John 14 30, Jesus is speaking, he says, The Prince of this world cometh, but he findeth nothing in me. Jesus said, The only way the Prince of this world can destroy me is if he can find something in me. So he said, He findeth nothing in me. Then, Solomon gives the solution, the solution for faith. Call he said, "Cast out the scorner, cast, cast out the scorner, and contention." Will. Sometimes some people will have to sack them from the church. Yeah, some of them we have to encourage them to leave the church. Some of them we have to sack them from the church. Some of them we have to offend them out of the church so that we, the church can be nice. Yeah, so that the church will be nice. Look, have you to realize that there are some meetings, when some people come immediately, the meeting pause. The excitement in the meeting disappears. And so we have to remove all those people so that when we come, we can be happy. I mean, last Sunday we did church, we were playing Lighthouse, we love Bishop Doug. Hey, oh, then somebody said, eh, you have to be careful so that you don't worship themselves as a look at something. Such a person, you just remove the person from the system. Just that's all. Remove that person because the presence of that person spoils what you are building. Yeah? Number three, for the love of God to fill the church. If we don't have faithful people, we can't love one another. Nobody wants to love somebody who is unfaithful, disappoint you. He has promised, you know, I'll marry you on Valentine's Day next year because I proposed to you last year, Valentine's Day. I'll marry you next year, Valentine's Day. Then 11th, wow, you are really listening to me. It's fantastic. 11th of February, he starts to argue with you. He's trying to break up with you before Vals Day. No, a lot of brothers are like that. They break up with you before 13th. And restore the relationship on the 15th. Yeah. Last year, it didn't happen because of the men's conference. Because all men were busy. This year, this year. All men had gone to men's conference. So, yeah. Wait, wait. When we are all faithful, constant, loyal, then we can love each other freely. Freely. Because as I'm loving you, I know you are not running away anywhere. You are not going to disappear. If there's any sister who has had disappointments, let's say a brother is around then, the brother swerves, then another one swerves. You see, they don't trust anybody anymore. yeah. If you like, go and investigate all these sisters who say that now they play in the left direction. If when you go and investigate, you see all of them, they've had a disappointment. They've not been able to get over it. So they put all men together like a data bundle and they said men are bad. So now we are, we are into the left wing. If you like, ask any of them. Usually they don't want to say Because now they've realized that we know that All of them So they, when you ask Oh no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No problem But as you investigate further You see that ah, They used to be with Jimbu And then Jimbu Gave them a shock And since the days of Jimbu She has suffered Violence up to today Wow, your socks matches your shirt. Wow. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Number four. The fourth reason why we need loyalty in the church is to build a large and successful ministerial team. Next week when you are coming just bring your book. You know where the preaching is coming from. Just bring your we all read and we go to build a large and successful ministerial team. What do you mean by a ministerial team? A team of workers. A team of church workers. People who work. Who are church workers? Church members who help build the church. Basanta center leaders, center leaders, shepherds, basanta leaders, pastors, church choir members, all the, we are all workers. Now, you come to build a big church, you need a big working team. When the company is small, you have a few workers. When the company is big, you have a lot of workers. In the same way, when the church is small, to build a small church, you just need a few people. To build a big church, you need a big team of workers. Without loyalty, you can't have a big team of workers. What will happen is that you train people a little. As soon as they know one or two things, they know how to find books like Habakkuk, Nehemiah, Zephaniah, Obadiah, Micah, Zechariah. Once they know where to find these books, they say, oh, the Lord, Pastor, yesterday I had a dream. In the dream, in the vision of the night, the angel of the Lord appeared to me, the angel Michael, to inform me that the Lord is calling me into the ministry. Then then I, I, I pause and say, ah, but where were you before? I thought you were in the ministry. Yes, but man of God, the Lord says I must go in deeper into the ministry. Wow. So I said, well, that, that, that's great. You can go deeper into the ministry. But I, I, mean, I mean I mean submarine deep. Submarine deep into the ministry, man of God. Yeah. Then you see, Pope, I was talking to a very famous man of God in, in, in our city. And he was showing me, this person is my fruit. This person is my fruit. This person is my fruit. This person. If, if they were all with me, by now have a very major church in this city. All the people he trains, he trains them, then they run away. He trains them then. Christianity is full of people like that. So that's why it's difficult for anybody to build a mega church. Because, I mean, as you can see these people we've trained them they are working with us that's why our church is what it is we are training you if you are loyal and you continue working our church just becomes bigger but if we train you just share one or two dreams with you how to understand your dreams how to understand your dreams so you are able to understand one dream say ah The anointing of Joseph has fallen upon me. I'm now into the prophetic ministry, my God. The other day I had a dream. In the dream, there was a cow. Just as Joseph had a dream where there were seven cows and Pharaoh had a dream, seven lean cows and seven fat cows, I had a dream there was one cow... And then in the other side, I saw a chicken. That's cartoons. It's called cow and chicken. <clears throat> what does it mean? It means you have been watching too many cartoons. Cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. That's it. You have been watching too much of cow and chicken. Yeah. Yeah. One lady came to share a dream with us. She said she was in a boat. She had a dream. She was in a boat and as the boat was going, she fell out of the boat. So 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 the pastor asked, "What do you, what what does it what does the dream mean?" I don't even know why the pastor asked her, "What does the dream mean to you?" She said, "Oh, God is saying that I must leave the church." Because the church is the boat, and I fell out. Now, is falling a good thing? What do you think the dream? I can tell you what the dream means to me. But what do you think the dream means? If I had that dream, I'll put on my seatbelt, hold on tight because it means as we are going, Satan is trying to push me out of. I mean, if you are sitting in a boat. It means you are, in, you are on water. And you are black, so we know you can't swim. That's the first thing. So if somebody pushes you into the water, it means you are going to die. So better hold on tight so that you don't fall out. She said, no, 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 no. It means that I must leave the church. Get out of this boat and go into the fishing ministry. Yeah. Without faithfulness, my brothers and sisters, our ministry team will be just small. It will just be left with, I almost said cow and chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Oh, gosh. (laughs) Not cow and chicken. I mean, we'll be left with only one or two people. (laughs) Be faithful. All of you will be faithful, and we train. We train. When we say we are looking for the pastors and the church workers, it will be like a mighty army. All of if all of us here, and I believe that once you come for Tuesday service, you are likely to become a pastor. Yeah, you are like in pastor, but I don't want to be a pastor. It's not a problem you have the opportunity to be, even if you don't want to be. It's also not a problem. Also, there are some things you don't want them now, but you see that you want them later. Yeah. Yeah. Large. But it takes faithfulness. You can't jump out of the boat. And then, no, our, our ministry team begins to shrink. Say amen. Amen number number 5 we are going up to 16 so and we want to finish it today so yeah we need loyalty so that we can build a mega church loyalty faithful people so that we can build a big church a mega church is a big church without faithful people we can we can't have our members leaving the church The church cannot grow. So you you get 10 new members, then 11 members leave. Then you get 20 new members, then 27 leave. So you see, the church always is having new people, but the numbers are going down. That's what happens. So we need faithfulness to build a mega church. Number six. It it says to have a long-lasting ministry. Faithfulness is what will make the ministry last long. 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 It's what will make the ministry endure. This ministry has survived 30 years and is still going. Why? Because God has blessed us with faithful people. Faithful people. If we didn't have faithful people, the ministry would just collapse. That's why you must be a faithful person. Tell your neighbor... All the pastor is trying to tell you is that you must be faithful. He's giving you seven reasons why you must be faithful. Yeah. Just in case you don't get the message. Tell your neighbor, get the message quickly so we can close and go home. Get it quickly so we can close. You are the reason why the message is not ending. (laughs) And the final... The final one for tonight is to reap your full reward. It takes faithfulness to get your reward. Hallelujah. When you start anything, you don't get your reward at the beginning. You get your reward at the end. Now, if you are not faithful to the end, you don't get a reward. You have gone to school. You are in the school. Two years, three years, five years, six years. Grade 10. Then you say you have stopped. You can't get a matric certificate. So I've done 10 years. They should tear half of it and give it to me. No. Doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Half of the... Look, I've done half of the course. Give me half of the certificate. No. Doesn't work like that. You get your reward at the end. So if we are faithful... As a church, as church leaders, we are loyal. At the end of the day, we will get our reward. Jesus said, behold, I come quickly and I have my reward with me. Then he gives a warning. Stand fast, hold firm to your place so that nobody takes your reward from you. I pray that as we go through this study, you will immunize yourself strongly. As I'm preaching, I'm immunizing myself. As I'm preaching, I'm trying to immunize you also. So that at the end, we'll all become faithful people. We'll endure up to the end. So that Jesus will bring us his reward. Next week, I begin to share with you stages of disloyalty. Because disloyalty is a process. When people are becoming disloyal, they go through a process. We are going, like I said, next when you are coming. Bring your book. I know you have the book. Bring it. We we'll all look at it one by one, then we we'll go through it, stages. God will deliver us from disloyalty. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands and pray for yourself tonight, that God will help you to remain. Constant to remain faithful and changeable will remain that. Lift your voice, just begin to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself for a minute or two. We are closing as we go home. Pray for yourself. Lord, help me. Help me to be loyal. Help me to be faithful. Every trace of unfaithfulness in me, Lord, remove from me, remove it from me. Remove it from me. Every trace of unfaithfulness, remove it. Every trace of disloyalty, immunize me of it, Lord, that I may be free. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus help us help us help us, oh help us oh God 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 lift your hands let's pray father thanks for everybody we pray that this church will be built on the spirit of loyalty we curse the devil and his activities in the church cure all of us of every spirit of unfaithfulness in the name of Jesus let us stand out as faithful people on whom and with whom you are building in the name of Jesus and everybody said amen Amen. put your hands together for the Lord You are here tonight. Maybe somebody invited you. You are here tonight. I'm waiting for you. The two ladies are at the back with the pom-pom. Once you are quiet, I will continue. You are here tonight. You want to say, Pastor, I am not born again. I'm not sure whether when I die I'll go to heaven or I'll go to hell. Please pray with me. I want to make sure that my name is in the book of life. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed, please lift up your right hand with me and I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand, let me pray with you. Lift up your right hand, let me pray with you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. Jesus, I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together. You may be seated. It's just a co- a cool way of starting our loyalty and disloyalty season. It's gonna get rough as we go on. Okay, so next week when you are coming, brace yourself. Try to sit between two heavy neighbors so that you are secured. Say amen. Yeah, be your brother's keeper. <laughs> Hallelujah take out an offering let's give today we want to go early so take out an offering let's give an offering tonight and then we will go home take out an offering let us give take out your offering and let us give take out an offering I'm coming to you brother what's your name Nazi Nati okay where are you from take out your offering please where are you from? I can't hear you. What is this? Mountain rise? Okay, mountain rise. Okay, great. Um, do you know him? Oh, Cinderella is a mountain rise. It's a portion of it. Okay, great, 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 great. Lift up your offering. Let's pray, Father. Thanks for these offerings. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Ashes, please receive the offerings, the offerings, the offerings. Give us something just tender, but um, as we receive the offerings. the church was filled on Sunday. That's how our churches should be full all the time. All the time. And it will come to pass. Yeah, it will come to pass. Faridji, when you come on Tuesday, come and sit here. On Sunday, when you come, come and sit here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And get a nice haircut so that when they take the picture, you are behind me. I don't look funny. I, mean, I don't look funny. It's mean, a nice haircut. Tyler will pay for the haircut. So don't worry. Okay. Because when they take the picture, usually there are people behind me. They are usually very nice. But if they, So I know you are nice. So let's continue it like that. Yeah. Say amen. Say another amen. Wow, it's powerful. How many of you are enjoying the church? Yeah. One of the ways to enjoy the church is to be in the church completely. The church is like going to swim in the sea. If you don't get into the sea properly, you'll just be in the sand. The small water will blow on you, will pour on you, splash on you, and then sand but always you see sand is entering into your mouth and all these places but if you want to really enjoy the sea you have to go inside do you see inside so you go a little even the sea when you start going you get to a place where it's like there's a step then you step down that's where the water is but usually when you go to the beach you see the black people Yeah. And then you see the white people in the sea. Yeah, yeah. I mean many years ago I used to go to the beach with my wife. We used to live at the beachfront. So we go to the the beach with our ice cream and we sit we sit on the fence. Then we watch the black people who are watching the white people swimming. Because there's nobody to watch our people. So we watch our people. Because they are watching the white people, and the white people are inside. I mean, they are in. Sometimes you go like this holiday, December 16th, June 16th type of holiday. You go, and then the beach is full. Then you see one white guy, he's way over there and he's swimming. <laughs> Free, no competition. Me, is. <laughs> At the BM people are bumping people. He alone is inside. No black person can go there. Not even one. <laughs> we don't want to die in this type of thing. No, no, no. The lifeguard, he's standing there watching the guy. He's hey, this guy. <laughs> That's why you never hear sharks biting black people. And no, no, no. We know. I mean, if you're a black guy. And a shark bites you and you come We will beat you for allowing a shark. What were you doing where the sharks are? (laughs) Well, folks, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. We'll take it from Sunday and then we'll go. God bless you. God loves you. So do I stand to your feet.